Okay, so last night, I had sex. And... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait a... <laughs> Slap it in my That's face. Sick. Congrats on the sex. Sorry. Sorry. So last <laughs> night, I went home sex. with my husband and... Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod presented by Pink Whitney. I'm Jordan. I'm Alex. And Pink Whitney is the perfect shot to get your night started and your life started and your week started. Have you shot your shot lately? I have shot my shot. Tell us. Okay, so (laughs) I'll just give you a little hint because we're going to be talking about it more into the pod. But I would like to say I more so asked a guy out on a date. Because what did we learn at this pod? That... You regret is worse than oh. rejection. <laughs> yes, regret. <laughs> Thank you, Alana. Regret is always worse than rejection. So shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Did you shoot your shot? I did shoot my shot. I yeah. I learned a lot about myself, which I'll talk to you about. Okay. I I, I dropped the barriers and realized that the superficial things. Well, I kind of had a feeling this would happen. Those aren't my thing. And the mundane day-to-day life feels better. We're doing a lot of foreshadowing here. Yeah, we are. So I think we just need to get into it. Let's go. But yeah, uh, make sure to keep shooting your shot. It's now Shot Girl Fall. Like, not Shot Girl Summer anymore. It's Shot Girl Fall. And keep tagging us in your Pink Whitney photos. And remember to order Pink Whitney at your local bar. Let's do it. And send that shot to the girl or guy that you have a crush on. How was your three-day weekend? It was nice. I went to visit my parents one last time in Rhode Island before they moved back to Florida. And it was nice. We didn't do anything. We really just went to the beach and relaxed. Um, and it was it was what I needed. I wish I would have gotten more rest. I've just been having ish, uh, a little bit of issue sleeping lately. But mm. other than that, it was just nice to get away from the city. What's the sleeping issue? I can't turn my mind off. Okay, that's yeah, what it is. There's always it. something, and yep. it's that. I literally just can't turn my mind off. And then I also have that, this issue, which I've struggled with since I was a child. If I wake up at 6 a.m., I can't fall back asleep. Yeah, you are an early bird. Early bird. Catching that worm. I know. Yeah, that's you. What, what, that one time when you were like, it's so sad you didn't text me in the morning. I'm like, well, once upon a time ago, my therapist told me that I do need to set boundaries with when I text people in the morning. So I was trying to do that. But then when you gave me the approval, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to keep texting you. Well, when I turn, so I don't turn my phone over till after I read and journal, which is usually like 8.40. PM? AM. In the oh, morning. Yes. So yes. you can blow me up and then I don't see it until oh. it's turned over and I'm ready to let the world in. God, your self-control is amazing. It's addicting, like, to do. Like, it was really hard to do the first week, but once I did it, I was like, okay, I can do this. But then I stopped seeing your name pop up, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> it's kind of like when you hey. have a boyfriend and you, they always wish you, or say half, or <laughs> they always yeah. say good morning to you, and then one day they don't, and you're like, why didn't you? And they're like, I don't know, because I'll see you today. And you don't necessarily respond, but, like, you love getting the text. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would – I think I took them for granted because I wasn't replying to them necessarily always. But just know I loved – it's like you want the invite. You don't want to go. Yeah. You want to be invited. I love that. Yeah, I wanted the text. Okay, I'll keep texting. <laughs> I love giving you guys morning updates. Nice. Um, how was your weekend? It was lovely. I went back to L.A. where I lived. How long, and, how long again? I lived – well, I lived in California. I lived in Newport Beach for two years, L.A. for one. And what it reminded me was I was doing this hike that I used to do every day. And I was thinking sometimes it's not where you are, but it's how far you've come. Like I was being so hard on myself. (laughs) Guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so real. No, I was just going to say. I love that. It's just so funny. Like when I know you're about 
to hit us with some freaking like Ray Dunn shit. <laughs> no, just like a slap in the face. Like I want to start crying. I am crying. <laughs> I want to say I love that, but I, I was crying like, too. Oh, you are. Oh my god, oh, yeah. I need to clean it. Okay, go, you throw go, go on. Go. How, how can I even keep Please. going on? Oh. I do love that. Say that again. Yeah. Okay, but I was like, sometimes you know, you're so hard on yourself, mm. yeah. and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then I'm like, "Remember where you were a year ago? Like, it's not where we're at right, literally now. It's like where, how far have you come?" And then you're like, "Dang, like I've come a long way." But we're like so hard on ourselves in the day to day. A hundred percent. I saw a quote the other day on Instagram that was similar to that, where it was like, just because you aren't where you thought you'd be doesn't mean you failed. Yes. As long as you're trying and you're getting there. And I was like, you just need to hear that. Were you unhappy in L.A.? No, I, I wasn't unhappy in L.A., but I was in that phase of corporate. Mm. But then L.A. is where I quit my job and started making TikToks. And so it kind of had the special place in my heart of like getting rid of... I had to get over this like life that I thought I was supposed to have of working like a nine to five and then being like, what do you want to do? And then like doing it and feeling like an idiot, mm-hmm. feeling like a fucking idiot for like three months. People that I knew we've talked about, it, I'm following you. Like that's that moment for me. That's that hike. I would go on it and sometimes I would cry on the hike, but I'd be like, I know I want to do this. So it's a special place for me, but I will say this. A lot of people are like, are you New York or LA? I'm yeah. so New York. Mm, it was so nice landing back here and being like, I love where I live. Do you guys love loving where you live? So special. I think we talked about it a few weeks ago where this is the first place that I get excited to come back home to after vacation. Yes, landing on the airplane. You're like, oh, yeah. Like in Minnesota, I would be like, I do not want to go back. I'm dreading it. I have the more like the anxiety of going back. And I'm like, get me back to New York now. Yeah, the electric. It's like electric. Um, I have a question for you. Now it's no, an episode. Last week. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Someone DM'd us. like, it. you didn't ask Alex a question. And I go, I don't. You know how when it's in your head, you don't want to annoy people? Right. That's how I feel. But <laughs> you, Missy, returned a very beautiful item. I did. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you have to follow us on everything so you can see. Yes. I Ever since I was like a senior in high school, I think I remember my mom wanting to buy something and my dad being like, ugh, or something. So in my head, I was like, you know what we're going to do, Alex? We are going to make enough money and go one day walk into a store and buy whatever bag you want because I think she wanted a purse so I think that's why it was the purse for me yeah so I feel like as like a female that's just like kind of like a staple like you made it you're a girl boss if you can buy the purse yeah not really the suit or anything it's like the purse yeah so I was like I want to be able to go on Rodeo Drive and buy any bag I want so I bought so I went to Rodeo Drive I walked into Louis Vuitton I bought this purse it was very pretty. It was beautiful. It was like this nude bag. It was my dream to do that. I left. I was like, eh. we got back. And Graham's like, can you take it out of the box? I'm like, maybe. So I like, I'm like, finally take it out of the box. I think I should be. And I was excited that I was able to do it. Yeah. Like I did. I got teary eyed and I was like, this is so cool that I can do it. But then I left and I like took it that I did. I carried it that night and you can, I, I checked online. You can carry it three days, but you, and you have 30 days to return it carried it that night and I was like wait what do you mean you can carry it for three days how do they know like they just like it can't be like worn got it so and so I was like I don't like this bag I feel nothing towards this bag and then I was saying how it's like when you hit the goal when you have a goal and then you hit it you feel nothing like the best part of buying the bag was this summer where we were working hard like it was the action of doing it that's what felt so good actually achieving it felt terrible I was like oh this is, this is it. This is what I wanted so badly. Like, I did go back and I got another one, but I was like, 
it was cheaper. It was half the price. And I just like loved it. Mm-hmm. And by that point, it was like over. But it was like all I wanted to do was come back to work. Like I enjoyed the process of it so much more of actually hitting the goal. Yeah. You know, like we build these things up in our head and it's like really the best things like the little month. Like my favorite part of L.A. was having breakfast and leaving my phone in the room. It's funny because in life, everything that you usually enjoy are the things you have no expectations for. Yes. Because every, every time you have a high expectation, it lets you down. If you set it like a, a gold or you like really strive for something, mm-hmm. it always goes back to your Instagram photo. You posted that because you wanted to. Yeah. Not because you were trying to prove anything. It's just like time and time again, especially with this job, which I know a lot of people don't understand, but like it's kind of the same thing as like want, like setting a goal, doing things, thinking that this will give you fulfillment. None of it ever does. Yeah. And I think the goal, like the goals are good, but it is like putting that carrot yeah. It's like the 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 journey to the goal's the best. Yeah. Mm. It's the end part sucked kind of. You're yeah. like this is the goal. The purse was yeah. your carrot. Yes, and now I'm like I don't want the carrot. I loved I loved the part of striving for the carrot. I know. It's sad. No, we're, we're never going to be satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, well, we're going to be happy. We're going to be it was like I was saying to you yesterday putting the phone up and just like being happy, like being truly like a happy person and like reading, doing things like that. It's like yeah. that's where the happiness is and it's so nice to realize that having to get really secure on yourself and like what you want to do and then still doing it. Yes. I, for the longest time I always needed other people's approval to do things like parents, friends, boyfriends in the past. I feel like since moving to New York, this is like the first time in my life where I truly don't need other people's approval to do anything, but my own, as long as I feel good. As long as you feel good. As long as I feel good. Have you ever done the reverse of that where you'll play small so someone else feels big? Mm. Yes, like all the time. I'm the queen of downplaying everything about myself. Same. It's like the back to imposter it's syndrome. It's so bad. Like I'll be like proficient in something and be like, oh, I'm like all right at it. Like it's so crazy. Because yes. I'll never admit that I'm like proficient in something because I always just believe that you could be, you could always be better. Right. So like then I'll just be like, oh, I'm like a beginner. But, like, I'm certainly not. Do you know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and it's, Im- like, embarrassing to claim that you're really good at something. Yeah. Yes. Why, why though? Like, and doing it in scenarios, like, I had a friend always tell me back in L.A., she'd be like, don't play small. And then I was like, okay, why would I play small? Like, why do I do it? Because I do it. And then I'm like, I play small so other people can feel bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not putting them down. Yes. And it's like, that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. why can't we just own it? And then they could own it, too. But... Then I was thinking when we're like when we post like our selfies and things on social media and we're like truly our truest selves, I think we give other people the permission to be their truest selves too. Do you think that? So like when you're your most authentic self, I feel permission to be my most authentic self. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. So I I think it's like liberating if like somebody starts the domino, then we're all like, well, she's doing it. I want to be myself too. Yeah, I think. I probably struggle with this most when I'm dating. Okay. And that makes sense now because I feel like when you're first dating someone, you're not your authentic self because you're trying to be like your best self. Mm -hmm. It's almost Mm -hmm. like an interview. But I know I play myself off small all the time on dates. Like, because guys will be like, what do you do? I'm like, I work at Barstool, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, that's so cool. I'm like, yeah. No, it's fine. I'm new. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) 
Or like my friends will say something and they're like, that's so cool that the podcast hit number eight. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. How are you? Yeah. Are you, uh, when oh you done and it's like, it's okay <laughs> to be like, yeah. Because when you are doing it to somebody else, you're like trying to, you're like, let me give it to you. Yeah. But you have the hardest time taking it back. Yes. Someone mm. will be like, you look hot today. And you're like, I love your pants. Yes. <laughs> Just look hot today. Just yes. you look hot. Today's not my fucking day. I do that all the time. We're all so bad at that. So bad. We're bad at so it. So bad. But it's like, we will play so small. Uh-huh. Also, like, if you, I guess, I guess in, in the sense of you not playing small, being like, you're not responsible for their actions. Like, you can control yours, but I can't control yours. Yeah. So I'll just be me and then hope that you're you. But if you can't handle it, see ya. Yeah, no, that's something I do need to really work on on a regular basis. Because I never want to come across as arrogant. Right. Or cocky. And there's a fine line between being confident but not a cocky asshole yeah but like you can you know but I feel even feel like my body going small like if someone were to say wow your podcast is doing really well I can like feel my body going into a shell almost like a turtle (sighs) that was me this weekend at a Labor Day party because my friends were like are you gonna bring us merch or what and I was like I'm embarrassed to give it to you why and they were like why everyone just started like yelling at me at one time (laughs) they're like why the fuck would you say that I was like I don't know. Like, it's embarrassing to be, like, wear this thing that, like, I, like, made. Like, do you know what I mean? For yeah. me. Yeah, to support me. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I go in a shell. I literally can yeah. envision myself. Think more and more on that note. Like, seriously, who we are around makes the biggest impact on us. Yeah. If you surround yourself with people that play big, but not cocky big, but they're just confident, then you're more confident. Like you have more permission to be like, they're being their full self and they're okay with it. I'm going to be my full self and I'm going to be okay with it. Yeah. I went to therapy this morning and I was, yay, second time. (laughs) And I was describing to her something I struggle with is like voicing how I feel to people. Okay. Because I never want people to, because like our problems in my head, I assume people think are stupid. Like, oh, we didn't hit the views. Like, I feel like my friends would be like, that's so stupid. Like, that's your problem today is you didn't hit views. Wow, hard life. So I never want to tell people my problems that don't work in this space. And I don't want to, like, burden people. And my therapist was saying, like, why do you get the right to assume how your friends will take your problems? Ooh, I like that. And like, I was like, why do you get the right to like, assume? Yeah, why do I have the right to assume how my friends will handle my problems if I bring them up. Okay, so you're get so she's saying like you don't don't guess how Alex is gonna take your problem because you don't know. Yeah, she's okay. like, why don't you give him a chance? Oh, I like that. More so talking about my friends not in the content space. Okay, she's like, why aren't you giving your friends a chance to be a good friend? Because for all you know, they could handle it very well. And I was like, that's so true. Like I don't even give people the opportunity to hear me out. Like, I'm just assuming they're going to take it in a bad way. But what's the difference between not hitting quota of views and not said. hitting sales? That's what she said. Oh, really? Yeah, she literally was. She was like, <laughs> <Therapy. "Why?" laughs> no, literally, literally, that's what she said. Yeah. She's like, why is that any different? And she's like, you, you, she's like, you got to stop just assuming how people think and feel. You're not a mind reader and you can't predict the future. She's told me today. Oh, wow. She's like, stop trying to read people's minds and stop trying to predict the future because that's impossible. You would want your friend to give you a chance. Yeah, and I love hearing my friends' problems. Yeah, and you're good at them. Like you're good. Thank you're a good you. absorber. Thank you. You're wa- mm. yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Do not give me a compliment back. You absorb that. <laughs> but I was just. I don't know where I was going with that. What were we talking about? Well, I think it's. I do have a question on the therapy thing. Yeah. How do you feel going back? To therapy. Because it's hard to start again, but it's wonderful once you have. I love it. I forgot how much I missed it. It's just so nice to talk to an unbiased person mm-hmm. every week who yeah. validates 
your the things you're struggling with yeah you know what i was thinking about this <laughs> your face <laughs> It's the Botox. I can't show emotion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kim K. I'm stuck. Um, I was thinking about how we talk about like sex and therapy. Yeah. Right? And somebody DM'd me and they were like, oh my God, you and Jordan talking about sex is like you never talked about it with girlfriends before. And I was like, I didn't really. Like, yeah, you did totally that combo. But then I'm thinking about us talking about therapy. And I don't think guys talk freely about therapy the way that we do. I think they take it as a complete insult. If so, or not even an insult, but I think they would like hide that they went to therapy to each other. Before we get into that topic, let's talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. Very nice of you Thank to you. segue and I'm that. I'm going to let you read because I hate reading in public. You don't like to read aloud. You could go to therapy for that. Um, <laughs> it could be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode, a.k.a. reading out loud, when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. You are experiencing this because you recently started therapy again, right? Yes. I love therapy so much. I think it's the best thing that anyone can do no no matter how big or small your problems are. What benefit have you seen in the two weeks? A lot. Like, honestly, so much. Just knowing that there's someone there to validate your emotions. You have somebody to talk to that's unbiased. It makes you think more. You don't feel... I hate the word use the word crazy, but sometimes when you're in your thoughts for so long, you just start to feel crazy, and your therapist validates your thoughts. You don't feel that way anymore. That's so true. It untangles them. Yeah. Yeah. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with the therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash M-E-A-N-G-I-R-L. I love that. Very appropriate. All right, so let's get back into it. So you were saying, you were talking about men and their mental health issues. Yeah, I think we're so lucky. I t- I'll talk to any of my friends about therapy. Yes. You? Yes. Now I will. I, I wouldn't have three months or three years ago. See, same. And I feel like, because it used to be you go to therapy and people are like, what's wrong with you? Oh, the stigma behind it was horrible. And for females, I feel like we're way ahead of the guys in this instance. Like, I remember suggesting to Graham two years ago that he should go to therapy. And he thought I told him he should go to jail and he was a <laughs> shitty person. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. I literally, when I was dating guys back in the day, if they told me they were going to therapy, I'd be like, no, red flag. But now if they tell me they go to therapy, I'm like, that is incredibly attractive. A guy going to therapy is a green flag. The greenest flag of all. I don't think, I don't think guys know what the, even their option. I think they think they have to have the most traumatic upbringing ever Mm -hmm. in order to qualify for therapy. And it's like, you could talk to your therapist about your job your goals like I don't think they know and I think remember the remember real men wear pink yeah that stigma yeah okay I was thinking about how I I don't know this is PC to say but like it used to be if you wore a pink shirt people were like oh he's gay Mm -hmm. not that and there's nothing wrong with that yeah but that was just how life was that's how it used to be when they would wear the shirt so we started the real men wear pink and then it became okay for them to wear pink and it's like they'll go to the gym and be macho and work out their bodies, but, like, they won't do the same for their mind. And it's like, I, I wish that guys felt okay going to therapy and, like, talking about it. Yeah, I don't 
I mean, I do know why, but it sucks that they don't feel that way. But I think you're so right where people assume they need to have these, like, massive traumatic events happen to them to go to therapy. And it's like, it doesn't matter how big or small your problems are. Everyone can benefit from talking to an unbiased human being. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. I, I wish it was okay. I don't know when it's going to be okay. But I do feel for them because we're really lucky as females. And in New York City where it's a lot more okay. Like in Minnesota, it's not as okay to go to therapy. Like I don't talk about it as much back there. Okay. But here I do. Like we're really lucky. Yeah, because if, if I was like, oh, my therapist said, but I'm thinking about these guys in the office and I'm like, I can't imagine any of them saying, well, my therapist was telling me. Like I imagine the other guys like laughing at yeah. them kind of. I also feel like men aren't allowed to have mental health issues as frequently as women. Like – if a, if a girl's going through an anxious period and she's like, I have anxiety, we're all like, oh, I feel that. But if a guy does, I feel like people would be like, whoa. Right. Whoa, whoa, wait, you're anxious? A guy's anxious? Yeah, you're supposed to be macho and in control. Yeah, they, they equal mental health issues as weak, which that's not the case at all. No, that you're sucks. just human. Yeah. Okay, wait, did you know, okay, I was thinking about how, I love how I can like literally see your <laughs> mind turned when I talk to you. <laughs> It's like little gears. You get my wheels. You get my wheels turning in there. Have you seen the Titanic? Yes, Alex, I have. Because I'm a normal human being. I'm like you. Have you seen the Notebook? You're literally asking. Wait, you're asking me that question is literally like, do you know what one plus one is? Yes, I've seen the Notebook. I've never seen either of them. Jeez. What? I didn't. Do you actually? You never seen either? No, never seen either. All right, that's your homework. Go home. Today. I need to. I need to watch Holy the Titanic. Holy shit! Because I didn't know on the Titanic when it was going down. Literally, <laughs> they, they chose they on the lifeboats last night. I was like, well, who got on the lifeboats? Who did we save? The women and children. The women and children would. So today, in today's age, if the boat was going down, do you think the same thing would happen? I'd well, call for it. I mean, I think children, everyone, but I don't think all, all men would do that today. <laughs> I was thinking some guys would be like, well, listen, I run a fortune 500 company. I need to be on the boat. <laughs> no, literally. I, I think that we would all have like the assumption that it would be that way, but I don't think men would do that. I could see some guys being like, here's my tax returns. I'm getting on the boat. <laughs> no, literally. Like I, I do more for this world than you. I'm getting on. You're welcome. But I'm pregnant. I don't care. <laughs> to, oh, I own too? Facebook. <laughs> yeah. it needs to keep, I own Amazon. It needs to keep going. <laughs> You're welcome to the world. It's like, no, I was just thinking like, would we still, would that still play? I don't think so. You think it'd be different? Chivalry is almost dead. Is it almost dead? At least with the guys I've dated. Uh, <laughs> how's um any like? Do you have any dating thoughts currently? <laughs> is everything going okay in that brain? <laughs> so um, I've made some progress. Oh my god, what is it? Yeah. So Wait, what? Well, no, no, no. Like mental health wise. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> I I've been rejected, ghosted a lot in my life, and it's always affected me. As it should. I mean, rejection is never an easy thing. But through this podcast, I've really learned, like, regrets a lot better. Or, sorry, regrets a lot worse than rejection. So I usually always try to shoot my shot. And I went on a date the other day. and But before I went on the date, I thought I was being rejected. I thought I was being ghosted. Before going. Before going. He just... He, like, rescheduled, and then he didn't respond the next day. So I was like, he doesn't want to go. It's fine. And I was okay with that. Okay. Because I knew that it wasn't a me problem at that point. Like, he didn't know me that well. 
So it's not like it was a true rejection on my personality. It was probably a him problem. In the past, I would have beat myself up and been like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Why doesn't – even if he never had met me, like, why doesn't he like me? Why isn't he getting a, giving me a chance? And I would have been a mess. Like, spiral. Okay. But this time, I was like, no. Like, I know I'm awesome. He doesn't know the real me. And if he's rejecting me, one, it's his loss. And two, it's a him problem. Because how much did he know about you at this point, this person? Not much. I mean, I'm sure, as everyone does, preconceived notions, assumptions. But he didn't know me very well. We'd, like – never have hung out one-on-one before or really spoken okay yeah. okay so, <laughs> so not much we've never talked so <laughs> so wait would you, you're okay though with like a rejection is that is that a, is that an easier rejection him not having 20 dates with the person and him really knowing you well that's what i'm getting at okay so the pre-rejection or ghosting before the actual date now is okay with me because i know that's no way shape or form a me problem Okay. Because they haven't met how awesome I am yet. It's a, it's a them problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so okay. I was so content. I was like, it's fine. Like, but I, that was a big growing point for me because I would have been a mess. Like, back in the day, I remember I would get uh, canceled on last minute and I was like, what's wrong with me? But I'm like, they haven't even met me. How is it a me problem? <laughs> it's not you. It's their, their <laughs> like, own thing. Literally, it, it's what they're struggling with because they've not met me or spoken to me other than over a text. Does it make you now more comfortable with, like, texting guys like, mm, that's not the right word. But is it, does it make you more comfortable shooting that shot of, like, a, like starting out on a date? If they reject you before the date, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, 100%. Okay. Um, but we did end up going on the date. How was it? It was good. But I'm realizing I, I do still have issues with the rejection, like, after the date. Like, you know how, like, I've gotten on a lot of dates and actually in New York a lot of the guys have not wanted to go on a second date with me? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've said – I've it's like two ways but there's been a lot of guys in new york who don't want to go on a second date with me okay and that still hurts a lot because now they know me okay but in therapy today we were talking and she we had, we didn't talk a lot about it she said she was like just think like they have like um it's like just like they have bad taste like she's making a joke but we didn't really get into it a lot but i was it was making me think like it's probably still a them issue at that point i mean maybe they don't like me I don't know. I don't know. It still eats at me. Like, it's still... I still have an issue with being ghosted after the fact. Why does it eat at you? It's valid. That it, of course it would. An but ego I, Okay, so it's an ego thing. Because I was going to say, do you care if they don't... Do you care? You don't really care. No, so that's the thing I battle with on a daily basis. It's like, I deep down don't care. Because I'm I'm not in a place in my life where I'm like begging for a male's attention which i'm very lucky about but it's my ego that still gets upset even is it do you still like them if the guy ghosts you afterwards is it because you like them or are you solely stuck on the fact that they haven't reached out to you okay so that's something i just started thinking about the other day i realized i have a really hard time realizing if i like someone because i like them or i like the idea of them the idea of them. Like, that's something I was reevaluating every guy I've dated in New York. And every single time I'm like, did I actually like them or did I like the idea of them? Especially if, especially like a heightened scenario when you can't have them. Exactly. When they're from afar. Or when they reject me because of the ego. And then you're like, they're awesome. Like, remember that guy <laughs> I was hooked up on for like three months? Yes. And I remember people would be like, what do you like about him? And I was like, 
you didn't even really know him that well. I didn't. But he rejected me, and I was so obsessed with the idea of him because I met him organically. We met in, like, a... It was, like, kind of a funny way. Mm-hmm. We, like, shared a unique experience. And now today, I'm like, I like this man because of the idea of him solely. I could not tell you one reason why I liked him. Besides, yeah. like, the basics. Do you have... It's like... It's funny because you have your values that you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say it's like you want a funny guy, you want a humble guy, and you want a smart guy. Yeah. Okay, well, nowhere on that list is tall, dark, and handsome, um, wealthy. Like, none of those things are on the list, but that's where you get stuck on the idea. Yeah. Like, the ideas in people's mind. Did you know we form opinions on people in, like, the first point ten seconds? Yes. So, like, when you're boarding an airplane, you ever seen a cute guy? Yes. And you're like, he definitely lives in New York. He definitely, like, in all these things. None mm-hmm. of them are true. Yeah. Ever. But you get stuck on the ideas, but it's, like, the values you want don't ever match the idea, but it's, like, the shiny object. Do I know something that's so crazy? What? So, if you take the list of guys I've met organically and the list of guys I've met on a dating app. Okay. When a guy that I meet or- or- organically rejects me... It hurts a lot more than if a guy on an app rejects me because I don't like the idea of meeting someone on an app. So it's easier for me to let go of that person Uh, because it's the idea of how I met that person. I'm so caught up on the organically meeting, like the serendipity, the fun story, the meet cute, the meet cute. I'm Mm -hmm. so obsessed with the meet cute where that like takes a lot. Like, when I get rejected, like, every guy who's rejected on an app, I literally get over in, like, two days. Like, okay. Because yeah. it was an app. I don't want to tell people that story anyways. Oh, got it. That's <laughs> that's what you mean by idea. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's, like, the idea of meeting them. Yeah, versus that guy I met, like, three months ago. I was obsessed with that idea. I thought that was, like, such a cute, fun story. I'm like, no, but the serendipity was, like, perfect. So now you're toying with, do I... So, like, let's say you go on a date with a person. Yeah. And then you're like, do I like the idea of them? Or did I actually like that person? Yes. And I, I think we all struggle with that because I don't think we can know if we like someone in a first date. No, it's time. It's it's trying it on. You need at least three dates, I feel like. Because we're, let's be honest, on a first date, we're not our best self. We're nervous. We're, we're trying to be perfect. You don't show your true colors. So you don't see, like, the best version of that person. So there, there's just no way you can, like, fall in love with someone on a first date. No. I'm sorry. There's just no way. No, and it's like the idea of – it's like when I was wedding dress shopping. There, there was one designer I did not want, mm-hmm. and I loved the idea of these other ones. And I went and I tried them on, and I hated them because I tried them on. Yeah. But then I went to the designer that I hated, and I loved it, and it's the one I got. It's like this with you. It's like you like these ideas, you think, yeah. but, like, you don't know. And you know what you're good at? You'll – it'll it takes you a second <laughs> – Sometimes like it, like at first you have at first you have this like brash idea and you're like this is it and this is the Bible and it's not changing. Yeah. But then you'll break it and you'll be like I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like I think I'm into that. And that's yes. what you do with these like you make these if if this doesn't happen with this guy he's done for. But like you're getting softer on it. And I think you're like enjoying that and it's loosening your ideas. I'm breaking my rules because like this guy that I'm talking about he didn't reject or ghost me. It's just not happening as it perfectly should in my head he's not fitting your rule book but you might still like him exactly so i'm getting better at being okay with things not happening perfectly because another issue i have along with the meet cute i'm obsessed with everything happening perfectly because that in my head equals the perfect guy the perfect life the perfect marriage like everything you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like if he doesn't do if he doesn't ask me on a date pay for the date prompt second day oh it's done right because how could i end up with someone who doesn't do that 
right? But it was you earlier that said the expectation. It's it's when you least it's when you don't set the standard that it's the best. Yeah, and it's like maybe the dating rules don't serve you exactly. But it's hard to let go of them because it's all you know. Yeah, like not to give men excuses, but if you are going on a date with a guy and maybe he doesn't follow up or ask you the way you thought he should, and then you ask him what was going on in his head, you'll realize like how simple men are. <laughs> they think nothing of it. It could not. It might not be the end of the world. It could literally be like their phone was dead, mm-hmm. and that's why they texted you two hours late. They're like, sorry, my phone was just dead, and I didn't have a charger. But in our heads, we're like, they are the worst men ever. He's got one hour, and if he doesn't do it, and then he doesn't an hour and a half later and you're like it's okay exactly it's okay exactly yeah that's interesting though I wonder the idea versus really liking them is fascinating so I have a question for you okay obviously so um (laughs) I've always wondered this and not with you specifically but I'm wondering this about myself with Graham Mm -hmm. how did you know you really liked him versus the idea of him because not saying you thought this but I'll be honest like if I met someone similar to Graham the idea of them would sound so amazing because of their background. So, like, how could, how did you, like, genuinely know, like, you love this man for who he is versus you love him for the idea of him? Does that make sense? It does make or the sense. The lifestyle that he maybe can give you or what could come with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, like, an appropriate question. I've always – I wonder that for myself, though. Like, if I were to meet a CEO of a company, I'm like, how would I know that I love them for who they are or the idea of who they are? Right. Right. Like, it's something I truly, like, battle with on a daily basis, even though I've never met a CEO of a company. <laughs> yeah. I haven't met one, but I'm wondering. You, you need advice. But you know what I mean? Or, or what if I meet, like, a – I don't mean to be disrespectful, but, like, a, a teacher. I'll just use a teacher. Okay. And I love them, but I don't love the idea of them because they're a teacher, which nothing is wrong with a teacher. I'm just trying to find a, a job that's more – not Yeah, you know what Fair. I mean? Like, what if I don't – what if I'm so obsessed with the idea that I can't fall in love? Like, the – these keep me up at night. These thoughts keep me up at night. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think that's a really valid question. It's an uncomfortable question. Yes. But it's a valid question. Because it makes you feel kind of like shallow. Correct. But we're all a little shallow in this world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we are. Okay. And I don't want to be shallow. That's why I want to talk about it. Right. No, I think that's good. I think if you can recognize that. Like you've made me a better person and by me asking these questions. That's good. So thank you. You're welcome. Back at you. Um, when <laughs> no! I, I know. I try. It's true, though. I, I tried not to. Okay. When I first met Graham, I didn't like him. I hated him. But I hadn't talked to him. Okay. I hated the idea. I had the reverse. I thought for sure I had on my hands a spoiled little brat who was going to suck. And oh. just be a dick and was going to be entitled. So I was error. Wait, why though? I don't know. Okay. I, you didn't hear like things like. I didn't hear much. I just took him for face value. And I was like, okay, well, first, just the fact that he went to a private school, I just was like, what a spoiled brat. It's not yeah. fair. I think I was scared, actually. It's kind of like with athletes. You just assume they're going to cheat on you. Correct. Yeah. 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 And, but here, here's the thing about the idea. So you can have an idea in your head, good or bad. Mm-hmm. You'll make it through maybe three dates. And I would, I would think you'd be like, I can't fake it anymore. There are, now, there are some people I think that are literally married today to the idea of a person. And they're okay with that. Mm-hmm. And they're living this lifestyle to them that they, they put the lifestyle over the emotional connection. There are people that do that. And I think we see them on Instagram and that's fine. But to somebody that like you that actually explores dating and like wants to find a connection with somebody, it's not even in our DNA 
to be able to sit there and put on that fake smile. Like you can't. And the second that you encounter any hardship, you're just like, we can't make it through this if the idea of them doesn't match the values that you want. Like you physically won't be able to do it. You have too much depth to you. Like you would just be like, I can't fake it. That makes me feel good. Yeah. And you want to know the the biggest thing that I heard you say? What? Three dates. Never been on three dates before. That's when you know, though. Like you need time. You're right, though, because like. Even if I love, like, I went, I remember I went on a date with that one man a while back, and he was very wealthy, and I didn't make it past the second date because I, I loved the idea of him. He was, he fit all the boxes, but I knew by the second date, I was like, there just isn't that connection. So you're right. You have to go emotional connection. If he is cute and tall, that's icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. But you, cute and tall doesn't get you through that shit phase, that shit year. None of that helps you. Like, it has to be emotionally your person. But you'll know. Like, you cannot sit there and be like, mm-hmm, I yes. Butterfl- I have butterflies right now. <laughs> Yay! Like, I do. I literally do. Oh, really? Yes, I literally, my stomach just did, like, a somersault. I think this is what you need to hear. No, that, mm. I, please keep telling me. <laughs> if you even have an ounce of fun on a date, there's a chance. You'll, you know when it's bad. Yes, I do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're like, that's a, that was a terrible date. We had no emotional connection. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to be like, I think I had fun with him. Do I like the idea of him? I would do a second date, though. Like, I did like him. Yeah. Like, that's when I think it's okay to keep trying. Wait, I love that. Like, you, I'm not kidding, Alex. You just made me feel so much better. Oh, good. I didn't I, know that. I, that was such a large worry of mine. I never, like, I was struggling with, like, what if I never can figure out the idea versus the person? But you're so right, because I would have kept dating a lot of people. If I was so hooked, if I wasn't, no, if I was obsessed with the idea, the dates mm. would have just kept coming. You would have, you would be talking to like three guys in the Hamptons right now if you were down with the idea. That's so true. There was plenty of them. Yeah. But you were like, we're not, I have nothing in common with you. Like you didn't care. That's so true. And I also feel like it can be a reverse too, where like you said, the idea can affect you from going on a date with that person again, because you assume the idea of them can cause X, Y, and Z. But if you give that person a chance, you realize that. That idea is wrong. So you're going to be the idea for some people. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of guys go on dates to me like, I can't date this girl. She talks about sex and relationships on a podcast. She's just going to use me for content. She's probably talking to 50 guys. Like people, I, I know for a fact people have their assumptions about me. Mm-hmm. And if people gave me a chance, I could prove every single assumption wrong. And that's the thing. Yeah, that that'll be the thing. That just made my blood boil no but it's not <laughs> bad but it's not a, it's not always a bad thing because the right person will give you the shot that's true because you gave Graham the shot you want somebody that has it in them to be like let me just give this a shot let me have the confidence to go on a second date with her and figure out that she's not a shallow asshole correct mm. so I'm not it's not fair to assume that for people it's not You're fair not for us to all. yeah <laughs> that pissed me off yeah but it, but the right person will <laughs> give you the shot think that about you a lot of people literally fight them no a lot of i and i know a lot of people are gonna roll their eyes but i i have facts to back me up in this where guys Mm. have said stuff to me like that i believe it and it sucks yeah but that's just them stereotyping you yeah so how did you how did you allow that idea of graham that you hated him go away time time talking to him um did you have to fight for you well, yeah, when when we hit the cheating period before the cheating like when you were just getting to know him. Um you get these like little like life in general. Mm-hmm. You and I have had them in a friendship. Like any relationship you get these times of that there's the mundane, there's the day-to-day, but life throws curveballs at you all the time in which each each curveball you see how somebody handles it and you'll be like I liked the way they handled that or I didn't. If you didn't, 
you take it a step further and you're like, let me have a conversation with you about that. How, how do they receive that? Are they willing to like mold? Are you willing to mold? Like when you start to form a relationship with somebody, you're like, I can do this or I can't. Like you probably trust me now. I trust you now. Yeah. Okay. So that's six months. Think about that. You would know my true colors by now and I would know yours. And that's how it would be with the person. Each date you went on, each text you sent, like you just get to know them more. Yeah. But with Graham, if you didn't like him, how did you guys keep talking? Something in, that was like a gut thing. Okay. Like something in me was interested and I did, I went to a wedding with him. So we were both, it wasn't a date. We were both there anyways. Okay. And he was just like a light and like he was so fun and he would like come and twirl. And I was like, I don't hate him. <laughs> and then I was like, why? I think it was my best friend, Sydney was like, it's not fair that you're assuming all these things from afar and he that. likes you. So like, can, why would you not, if you can give me like three good reasons to not give him a chance, but you, you guessing that he's a spoiled brat's not going to do us anything. I think the biggest thing people can take out of this episode is stop assuming things about people. Mm-hmm. Stop taking guesses. Stop trying to read people's minds and predict the future. Yes. Yes. Maybe you're doing that to some people too. I'm, I do it all. I, I am the biggest fake mind reader of the, of the whole time. <laughs> My group chat is like going off right now. Why? Literally oh, about, about drinking. Really? Oh, funny. Yeah. Because I, I brought way? it up this weekend, yeah, yeah. Someone was like, "I saw the clip of of Alex talking about getting sobriety, and I got chills." <laughs> I didn't drink at all this weekend, yeah. and I had a very clear time. I drank just wine with my mom and dad, so I had like two glasses, and it was incredible. Because mm. we got to like bond, and like my dad loves trying wine too, so we could like buy each other wine and try. It's really fun. So it was really fun. Like it was a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had so much discipline. Like I only. This is so dumb. But I'm trying to ease into it. Like, I only went to one bar. And then the second bar, like, I went home. You should be really proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. That actually takes a lot I know. of self-control. Like, you know, down the shore how they have those, like, vans that you could take with, like, 20 people? Yes. So I got in the van because I was like, this will be fun for the van ride. Mm-hmm. And then I had an Uber waiting for me at the bar, at the second bar. And I, I left. you, Alana. I know. Me, too. I ran away. <laughs> I actually sprinted down the street so no one could stop. The me. Irish exit. Oh, yeah. yeah I think that's that. harder to do than not doing it all. Leaving because you can get so caught in it and you get in a tornado. No, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm leaving. Like, I'm good. I had, like, maybe three or four drinks. I was like, I had enough fun at this point. I'm and proud I didn't of you. trust myself to go to the next bar and, like, not drink. So I just, yeah, put my you foot knew your down. limit. Yeah. I'm that's very awesome. Proud of you. Yeah, I'm I know. I'm proud of you, too, for not drinking. Thank you. I, 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 I found with, I had a, I, Graham not drinking. So like when we're at dinner, Mm -hmm. I'm like, what would be the point? That's what I kind of was asking myself this weekend. Yeah. Like for me, the point is I love trying wine, but if I didn't love wine like I do, I wouldn't need to drink. Yeah. So if you have no, like last night I went to dinner with a few of my girlfriends and even if they wouldn't have drank, I would have gotten wine because we were at this really good restaurant that I knew had good wine, but I wasn't drinking to get drunk. I was drinking because I wanted to try their wine. You love mm. wine like a cookie tasting. I love like, you know what I mean? You're tasting. drinking because you, I mean, you like the taste of it. The day I find a man who loves wine like me will be the, the man I marry. Okay. That's the sommelier. <laughs> the sommelier. We need you to find Forget we everything we've talked you. about. We're going for a sommelier. That would be fucking For fun, cool. I used to watch documentaries on sommelier. Really? Yes. <laughs> that's, wow. That's I love That would be you in another wine. life. Speaking of alcohol, though, um, alcohol is <laughs> such a bad transition to an ad. <laughs> oh, I was like, do we have a- you know what? You know, what? alcohol, it's hard for guys to stay hard. Mm. Um, yeah, whiskey. Yeah. Milk. 
Well, now you have Roman swipes that will help keep your dick hard. (laughs) That's a good transition. Roman swipes are convenient over the counter. I think that's probably the biggest thing. You know what's weird about over-the-counter that I hate? It's Why do we say over-the-counter? To me, over-the-counter makes me feel like it's from a pharmacy. Yeah, it should be on the shelf. Yeah, on the that shelf. That makes more sense o- to me. On the shelf, not over-the-counter. Oh, stupid. <laughs> There's just stupid. some things that we've said our entire lives that really make no sense. It, that's true. And we just and we don't break the barrier. Yeah, like when people them. say over-the-counter, I'm like, so I have to go to the pharmacist? Anyways, you don't. You can you buy them off the shelf. Over-the-counter, on-the-shelf wipes that are clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. They are uniquely formulated to reduce overstimulation without eliminating sensation altogether. <gasps> can try you, can yes. Graham try it? One, I have some at my desk. Uh, yes, 1,000%. I would love to try these. Watch, you just like stays hard <laughs> all day. <laughs> You're like, all right, enough. <laughs> You're like, I can't have sex with you for the fifth time. It's 2 a.m. and it's just like up. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You're like, you like, you're sleeping. You feel him like roll over. You're like, Grim, no. Not today. Put the sword away. Put it away. <laughs> the sword. In 2019, a tw- in a 2019 study, they were proven to increase time to orgasm by more than four times. What? To use just simply, remove the disposable swipe from its discreet pocket-sized pack. It is super discreet, by the way. Like, it literally looks like a wet wipe. Really? Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're like this big. It's like a, a little, like, yeah, like a wings napkin. It's smaller like, than a condom. You just put it on like a... It's smaller than a condom wrapper. You can hide it in your wallet. You literally can put it in any female pocket. It's that small. Oh my God, these are incredible. They're so cute. I was literally like looking at them like, They're I so want cute. They're so cute. I was like, I want to bring them everywhere. I love these things. <laughs> you Then you wipe them on the most sensitive part of your penis. They're oh. calling it a penis. And allow <laughs> to dry for five minutes. Okay. When you use as directed, Roman swipe, woman, Roman swipes leaves no scent or taste, so there's no transfer to your partner. Oh. They are safe, effective, and no prescription is needed. Also, wow. it's great too because if you are seeing a girl and you don't feel comfortable telling her that you need to use it, it's so easy to quick go to the bathroom and throw it away, wrap it up in toilet paper, dries in five minutes. Like she wouldn't think twice. Yes. I mean, definitely feel okay talking about that because I don't think any girl would have an issue. I would actually be like more turned on because I'm like. Finally, we can actually have sex for a long time. Yeah, and he's trying. And he's trying, but like if you don't feel comfortable, they're very discreet. Very, I love that. Try Swipes today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order at GetRoman.com slash Mean Girl today. Yay. That's GetRoman.com slash Mean Girl for 20% off. That's your homework to try it with Graham. Mm. I have a question. Wait. Did Alex just ask me if she has a question? Yes. That's a first. I still... I know. Did I get that from you? I don't know, but I love it. It's not. It's not about whiskey dick, but it kind of is about. So I spilled macaroni and I'm got hungry. I'm starving. Mm. Um. Yeah. What is that smell? Okay. So last night, I had sex. And <laughs> okay. Wait a. Slapping in my face. Congrats on the sex. That's really Sorry. cool. Sorry. So last <laughs> night I went home with my husband and. Okay, the, the boob thing's been happening a lot. This podcast is making me, like, hyper-aware. Someone DM'd me, and they said they had a boobgasm, and it was the best thing in the world. Thank you, Alex. It's electric. <laughs> I, the boobgasm is unbelievable, but the problem with it is, if you start the boobgasm before you start to have sex, like, so we'd, like, he was, like, doing that, and then he was, like, I would also like to still have sex with you. Like, the boobgasm's great for me, but it's not that great for him. Mm-hmm. So I lasted maybe three seconds. Like, I was, like, oh, my God. But th- so then I was like, hold on, I can because some people I think it was you told me you can orgasm and then have sex again. No, only with a vibrator. 
okay because I tried and mm. I was miserable. No. That's what I do every time. What? what? Yeah. Isn't your vagina a little sensitive? I always. I'm like, Ugh. I'm before. And then maybe what? again again after. No, oh, I was like, don't touch me. Wait, really? Ah, I always come before. That makes my vagina tingle. No. I was miserable. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Like, t- like I totally get that. Okay, um, do you know when you orgasm on how <laughs> your, your vagina gets like hard? Yeah. Yes. So it, I feel like it's too hard to have, like, you have to let it soften before you allow a dick to go in there again. Yeah, like, I get that. Do you need that. like 30 minutes to reset? Yes. I, I've never orgasmed twice from a man in the same night. Maybe. I don't even I don't need- think I have. I don't even need two orgasms. I just need to be okay doing it again for him. Yeah. And I was like, do not, don't, like I tried, but is it, po- is it possible? That's what I need to know. Mm. Is it possible? Well, she I do it every it. time. So you you have an orgasm. Yeah. And like getting a, fingered. Whatever. Non-dick penetration. Yeah. Okay. And then immediately you can have sex again and you're okay. You're not like, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It doesn't hurt. I just feel like uh, your vagina is so like. Tense. No, I get what you're saying. I guess it's just. No, I. That's just what I do. Yeah, so it I works. Get, but I get what you're saying. I know some people can't do that. I think everyone's different. Because a magazine, I think everyone's different. A magazine in high school told me it was possible. Was it cosmopolitan? I Wait, think is that, so. And is I've that never normal? No, I think it's normal. No, you're lucky. Yes, jealous. I just I did like mm, my vagina. That's just like how I do it with my boyfriend. Like I wasn't always like that. Oh, with my boyfriend. Like I specific to a person. Yeah, maybe guys are just that compatible. I guess hyper compatible. Like I in the past past definitely didn't do that. Okay, we definitely wait for just the sex part. But now I do it both. Wait, that, I, just, I just realized that's a way a guy can tell if a girl faked it or not. Like their vagina gets. I'm a definitely hard. it t- definitely takes me a second to get like ready again, but I just do it. I guess I'm maybe. And once try. I think if you do it quick enough, like it's yeah. I think the speed in between the the two the O and the entry yes is what makes it like doable. Okay, because it's almost like I just am still like there. Yeah, that's sad. I I haven't had the opportunity to try it in so long. Because I don't like the risk of just going into sex and maybe not coming. Yeah. So, yeah. You know? Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. And I just, I, I last night I was like, I can do it. Because the boob, the, the boob play turns me on so much that I'm, for sex, I'm literally, I mean, it's like three to five seconds and it's not really fair. So right. I'm like, let me keep, I'm like, hold on, let me keep trying. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wow, that doesn't feel good. No, I, I'm like that too. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Try it right after you're doing it. Like, just stick it in. Just keep. Just, just, just keep. Try. Don't stop. Like, don't slow Ooh, down. You're still into it, mm-hmm. so you kind of catch up. To, you catch back up. Like, don't let yourself come down. I literally feel like this is it. After it comes, it's like, nee, nee, yeah. Nee, 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 nee. Like, I don't let myself come down. Oh, from the high. I think I let myself come. down. Yeah, you. You were like sit there and you're like, hey. If you knew you were going to do it, then you'd have a different mentality, maybe. 100%. Okay. Thank you for that. Okay. okay. Um, that's do, good to know. That's, that's good to know. <laughs> Speaking of coming a lot, okay. if you need to come a lot, you need a new sex toy <laughs> with Adam and Eve, baby. Okay. Who wants better sex? Raise your hand. Okay. That was like Alana. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Is it just perfect over there? The best way to get started is to go to adamneve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering, this is incredible, 50% off just about any item. That is incredible. They offer discreet shipping 
as your privacy is priority plus free shipping. That. It's the best. Love. Free shipping on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. All packages will be sent discreetly for free. Love for free. Sorry, I just got really bad cramp. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? Oh my God. <laughs> Bring Ow. more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom. Who doesn't want that? Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be as adventurous and a new toy or anything that you desire. Go to adamneve.com and enter code MEANGIRL, M-E-A-N-G-I-R-L, for 50% off almost any item. 50% off any item and free shipping with code MEANGIRL. That's MEANGIRL, M-E-A-N-G-I-R-L, at adamneve.com. Love that. Love that. Um, okay, so before we wrap up, I think we need to get into our listener question. Let's do it. Okay, Alana, what is it? Well, I'm having a literal contraction. Um, I'm, I'm making having a contraction. an executive decision. I Please. think we should change our listener question to talking about whiskey dick and not coming. Okay. For guys. Okay. I've seen that question a lot. Okay. And the Roman thing inspired me, so I'm, I'm changing it to that. And, and I, love, I love when you're a producer. It's, it's <laughs> you That's produce. hot. <laughs> and it would be hot. good for the men. Okay. Hmm? It would be good for the men. Yes. A lot of men have DM'd about that. Okay. Like feeling, like I guess, insecure when they can't come. So mainly just like how to handle like i guess how to handle it for a guy like how do you feel when you're with a guy and he doesn't finish well personally it happens all the time because all i do is fucking drunk sex (laughs) (laughs) um it it, it doesn't bother me because at this age i feel like we just know it's biological yes yes it's it's like if you drink wine it's like knowing that girls it's hard for girls to get wet i think if you have whiskey dick and you're sleeping with a girl that you don't know that well, or you do know that well, and you put all this pressure on yourself to come, you never end up coming. Like, here's the thing. It doesn't matter either way. The pressure. Just have sex and have fun with it. She'll enjoy herself. Be, like, hot in the bedroom. And then whether you come or don't come, I don't feel like it matters. Like, it no. doesn't. I would never care. Also, I don't know if it's just, like, a us thing, but if a guy communicates to me X, Y, and Z... I am so okay with it, but don't try to hide it. Yeah, if he's like, I have whiskey dick, you're like, heard of that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's normal. Perfect. But if someone, if he's just like, ah, oh, nah, nah, I'm like, this is just weird now. Yeah. And that's when girls think it's them, I think. Yes. So when you're not honest. It. Also, I think girls like when guys do communicate about that because if a girl hears you have whiskey dick, they know for a fact it's not a them problem. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a whiskey dick. Like, yeah. I, I think of a one-night stand after a wedding, and I'm like, yep, you sure do. Yeah. Yeah. You should, probably, because, yeah, yes. <laughs> you don't even drink, bro? And also, kidding. I'm going to be honest with you, usually when I'm I'm about to have drunk sex, I never actually love the idea of it, because I know it's not going to be that great. So if someone is like, I have a whiskey dick, I'm like, fine, we'll just have sex in the morning when we're sober. Yeah. What well, about when they're sober and they can't? Well, so I, you? I dated a guy mm. who had a problem getting hard and he was older and he communicated it to me and it wasn't an issue because he communicates me communicated it to me so well because in the beginning I was like oh is it a me problem but once he laid out the facts and communicated it Mm. I knew it wasn't a me problem like it was a literal biological thing he was dealing with that actually happened to a guy I was dating too I was dating this guy and he like couldn't get hard for a while he told his therapist about it therapy green flag and his therapist was like you're literally just getting in your head and it's an endless cycle like if you just get out of your head like you'll be fine after that session everything was okay yeah i think it's the pressure that it's the pressure for sure but i think a guy i think guys in general whether or not you come during sex you're 
dick size, any of it. Like, it's biological. Like, it's not your fault. I think... It's like your boobs. Yeah, I don't think a girl would care. Like, I would never care. I would just be like, that's just part of you as a human. Like, thanks for trying. And I'll be honest, if they do care, they're probably not that great of a human being. Yeah, it's a little superficial. Like, we're just you're just trying. I... That's, like, something that actually pisses me off is that... When people, and I used to be this person, so I can say it. Okay. When people judge people on things they can't control, like dick size or boob size or X, Y, and Z, it's like, yeah, it sucks. Don't date them, but you don't have to trash them. Right. You don't be like, oh, this sucks horrible because his dick was so small. Just be like, I didn't enjoy it. Move on from it. You know those like little oh God, those movie so clips where pe- girls are like in a corner, like in a circle. Yes. And they're like, "Was it big?" I used to be that girl. See, I never th- had that calm. Like you'd be <sighs> like, "Was it big?" Yes. And none at the end of the day, I'm like, "Why do we even ask this question?" That because at the end of the day, back then it was like bad to be like, "I don't want a big dick." But now I'm like, I want it to be normal size and smaller. It feels less painful. Or like I don't even think you care. But no, I I was that girl in high school. I'd be like. It was a small penis. Like, it didn't feel good. It was no. too small. Yes. How would you feel if they were like, her vagina was loose? That's what I mean. That's why I've grown so much. I'm not like that anymore. And now I'm like, I'll like ask that question. Sometimes like, was his dick big? And when they say yes, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Was he nice? Yes. I'm like, I, <laughs> I love an average size dick. Yeah. I'll say it, I'll say it every day. Any, any, just that the guy. I love an average size dick. If the guy's got a big dick. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't it's think it matters. the motion just... of the ocean, not the, what's the rest of it? Size of the wave? I think that's it. Is it? Motion. Yeah. Is it the motion it's of the ocean? It's not the size of the wave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, and it's just because it's like, I have small boobs, so I don't want guys over here being like, her tits were so small. It's like, I can't control it, and I'm not about to pay 10 grand for a boob job. Well, and then they'll be no, like. No, it makes that. me feel so, that's so mean. Like, I, can I, wait, can I say something? Sure. Yeah. You know what I realized? So I. Like, I love um, – if I was a guy, I'd probably be a boob guy over a butt guy. And I love, like, bigger boobs. But I realized I kind of love, like, the boobs. that Like, I don't love how boob jobs make your boobs, like, perfect and perky. I kind of love, like, when boobs, like – not sag, but, like, are like, – you know when people wear a bikini, how they have, like, a little cleavage that, like, put, needs to be pushed up? Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. So I would never want a boob job because I wouldn't get that from a boob job because your boobs become perfect. Mm. I, I like the way boob jobs look. I cannot handle, cannot handle if you lose feeling. I know you wouldn't be able to live life. I think they're like I, I, I don't <laughs> I don't mind the boot. I I'm in I'm in a little into that. Yeah, but, I mean it looks good on people. I mean for myself though, I think it's like sexy when like let them hang. You have them hanging mm-hmm. a little bit. Like I love like that that look. Do you know boobs taste? Yeah, well, because of, like the lotion or like bot like body like body parts have like a specific taste. Like your pheromones coming out. Maybe it's pheromones. What are those? Like what? female hair hormones no pheromones are the things that we release to uh, attract the other species so like we release them and that's what men are attracted to and that's why when you're ovulating you usually attract more men because your pheromones are more intense because it's like biological like we're made to mate maybe he was tasting my pheromones maybe wait what, what what's the please explain were you leaking oh no okay yeah no context Graham was saying I was, after the boobgasm, he was like, bot, like he was like bodies like taste like, um, and I was like, yeah, like you taste a certain way. Like I can like smell him and like when I kiss him, I'm oh, like, yeah, that's sure. like your taste. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then he was like, you taste, and I was like, you taste a certain way. Like I would know if it was your body. If you lined up ten people, I would know, and I like touched, like licked their hands. All yeah. of them, I would know his. Like I would be like, you taste. I don't. Yeah. I think it's like you can't feel your fever. You, maybe you can't taste yourself. 
But I can taste him, and he can taste me. And I thought that was cool. Um, did he say, like, you tasted different, though? Well, this morning he was like, I can still pay. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, was he tasting your boob or your vagine? The boob. <laughs> okay. The boob. I'm sure the vagine tastes the same way, too. <laughs> but bodies have these tastes. <laughs> I'm curious now if it'd be interesting to, for him to taste you when you're ovulating versus when you're not ovulating. So interesting. I mean, your, you guys have your skin. Yeah. yeah. But, or like, or even like your vagine too. I'm sure yeah. the vagine tastes different all times of the month. Mm. Oh, I guarantee daily it tastes different. But mm. I, I, I know for a fact like your pheromones do change. I don't know about men, but I know for a fact that pheromones change. Like when I got up birth control, I'm sure my pheromones changed because men probably were like biologically like she now can have sex and have babies yeah like they they know yeah That's versus crazy. when i was on birth control technically like you're because like haven't you ever heard like birth control can even like affect like how you're attracted to your partner because like that actually all changes once you get off birth control oh no it might be like just talking in my ass right now but i'm almost positive like all of that changes oh it's so interesting yeah who knew i know because you're technically like tricking your body like you're not Oh, you are tricking your body, yeah. I guess. So it is switching. I guess that would. I guess it does make so sense. So your hormones are different. Yeah. Yeah. So so I know for a fact. I know for a fact when I'm ovulating, I can pull differently at a bar. Ooh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's in my. It, it's a fact. I think we all can. They say you do get the the pre period glow. Yeah. And like your skin shines, your hair knows, like you look best. And men around all around are like fertile 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 <laughs> i love her i need to make babies fertile fertile i'm serious if you think i'm crazy literally go out when you're ovulating and go out when you're not ovulating and i know for a fact it will be a different scenario wow it's been weird which is that's like what five days after your period ends what is it i don't know I 10 days mine. after your the day of your first period or you should see with mike and graham that you should like track your when you're ovulating and see if they're like maybe they can't keep their hands off you more during mm. that time okay it's I so interesting i can't keep my hands off him at that time i know that yeah, yeah. right you're horrible. <laughs> so horrible. i know how i feel no when i first got birth control crazy things were happening with men um doesn't it not not so much anymore <laughs> no. all right a b do what you do best like Comment, subscribe. It's actually like, comment, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook. We're big on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave us a review where you listen to podcasts. And make sure to listen to, or sorry, to watch our vlogs that come out every Thursday. Yes, watch our vlogs because we love you. You'll get better too. We have a lot of fun things planned for the future. Yes, we do. And more fun things coming. We love you guys. Yes, have a great Monday. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll talk to you when we talk to you next.